Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is up, TFA fam? Thank you for checking out another video. Today we're going to be hitting on the Kylan Hill draft profile. Uh, before we jump into it, if you get any value out of this video, if you like it, please hit us with a thumbs up. If you're not yet subscribed, please do so. It helps get more eyes on our content across YouTube, and you don't even have to tell your league mates about where you're getting all this information. So we're going to go over Kylan Hill's background, where he came from as a recruit, his production in Mississippi State, and then I'm just going to go over some of the things that I like and don't like about his game. So let's get into it. Kylan Hill was a four-star recruit out of the 2017 class. 24-7 Sports had him ranked as the sixth running back prospect, and he came in as the 124th prospect in the nation overall. Just a side note, the top three names of that running back class in 2017 were Cam Akers, Najee Harris, and DeAndre Swift. So he was in some good company. He recently measured in at the Senior Bowl at 5'10", 214 pounds. Size-wise, this puts him at the exact same measurement, actually, at what Alvin Kamara came in at the 2017 NFL Combine. DeAndre Swift is another close size comp. Uh, he measured in at 5'9", 212 at his combine last year. For his career at Mississippi State, didn't have too much production through his first two years, but as a true freshman, he was only one of two other players to have any time as true freshman on the offensive side of the football. He started every game as a sophomore, except for the two that he missed due to injury. And he was actually second on the team that year in catches with 22, and he tied the team lead for receiving touchdowns with four which I mean, I think says more about the offense, but either way shows that he was involved uh, heavily as a true sophomore. But it was his junior year where he really showed out and put his name on the map. And I actually thought he was going to be entering the draft last year because of it, but he ran for 1350 yards. That was third in the SEC and he handled 242 carries, which was first in the SEC. Now, like I said, he did decide to forego the draft last year and come back for his senior season and uh, kind of ended up being the wrong choice. So after Mississippi State's third game, following their loss to Kentucky, apparently there was some outbursts from Kylan Hill in the locker room, and he was actually suspended for the next game by head coach Mike Leach. Rumors started swirling around about Hill, and that's when he decided to opt out from the rest of his senior season and start prepping for the NFL draft. I would have loved to have seen what his numbers would have been with a full season under Mike Leach because just in three games in his senior season, he actually had the most targets, receptions, and receiving yards than he had had at, with any other season 
the previous three years, and that was just in three games. It's not that his receiving was ever in question or his ability to produce in the receiving game was ever in question. Man, that would have been a lot of fun to see what kind of numbers he could have put up. Now, as far as his strengths and what I like about him, he's a he's a very solid all-around back. He has a three-down skill set. He, to me, is a one-cut runner who needs to get upfield, and he does that. He gets upfield in a hurry. Side note, uh, too fast, actually. We'll be touching on that in a second. But he's above average at everything. He doesn't really have, there's nothing he's great at. He doesn't really have a a calling card or anything that really, you know, sets him apart from the other names that are behind the top three running backs. He plays bigger than what his senior bowl measurements would suggest. Again, 5'10", 214. He doesn't shy away from contact. He, He is very good at breaking tackles. He does have good contact balance. He's an aggressive runner. He has good enough athletic traits and abilities that it doesn't hamper him. But again, nothing that really stands out. He has good enough burst, good enough speed. His agility, you know, again, just just good enough across the board. Now, as I was just alluding to with, you know, being the one-cut runner and getting upfield in a hurry, let's talk about some of his weaknesses and the things that I don't like from Kylan Hill. He just lacks some of those, like, intricacies and nuances of the running back position that set you know, the, the top running backs apart from the rest of the group. It, he has a, a lack of patience at the line of scrimmage and vision both at the line of scrimmage and in the open field, which really hampers him. And, you know, sounds like I'm nitpicking him because, again, he did have thirteen over 1,300 rushing yards as a junior. But those things, like, really, like, really do hurt him when you're watching his tape. If we look at his 2019, 54% of his runs were either three yards or less. So either zero to three yards or worse, obviously negative yards. I think it was like 10% for his negative yardage. And all those numbers are coming uh, from expand the box score. And it's not like it was because of his offensive line. His offensive line was actually pretty damn good in 2019 per football outsiders. They ranked 10th in adjusted line yards and 23rd in standard downs line yards per carry. So basically just downs where you would kind of expect a run. They ranked 23rd out of 130 schools. So it's not like he had a bad offensive line to the point where he was, you know, as soon as he was getting the ball, he was getting smacked. What he has a, a, a propensity to do is that he gets tunnel vision. Hey, that run is supposed to be between the guard and center on the right-hand side. That's where I'm going. And he just – he literally just takes the ball and he just goes. He, you don't see him kind of like slow down and be able to process and see – where there might be a cutback or, uh, you know, where he might be able to get some extra yardage. He literally just gets that ball and he's taking off, which you'll see in the in the instances where there is a lane and there is a hole for him to run through. He's going like he's hitting that. He's hitting that and he's going for five, six, seven, eight yards and he's picking up chunk yardage. But in a lot of instances, like I said, 54 percent of his runs, 2019, three yards or fewer you'll see him just kind of run up there and get gobbled up. And it's not because he had the bad offensive line. Like I said, you'll see it at the line of scrimmage and in the, in the open field where if he just, you know, either slows down, takes a cut, he could pick up much more yardage than what he did on that particular play. And because of, you know, the, the lack of patience and vision with his running, I think he has to land with a team that's going to be, that's going to have a, a gap heavy run scheme. I don't think he's going to be able to go to uh, a team that runs a lot of, you know, zone, outside zone concepts, because I just don't think that he's going to be able to find that cutback lane consistently enough 
that's going to help him produce and you know be a part of our fantasy teams for the next several years. But if he does land with a you know an above average offensive line and a power gap heavy scheme, I'm going to be interested in him because I do think that he is that an all around solid back, and he'll be one of those guys who could be a consistent producer, but in the right scenario, in the right cases. And I think because of that, that's really just going to hamper his impact at the next level if he were to land outside of something that's running a lot of gap and power with their running game. That is going to wrap up the Kylan Hill draft profile. Like I said at the beginning of the video, if you found any value, if you liked the video, please give us a thumbs up. If you're not yet subscribed, please do so and make sure you keep checking back because we're going to be putting out a lot of content over the next couple of months. Your heart is true. You're a pet.